Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Remarkably Us, the podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Roan, sober gal living in Southern California, navigating the ins and outs of life, navigating through divorce, sobriety, relationships, co-parenting, and living the absolute most remarkable queer sober life I possibly can. Honestly, just trying to do my fucking best. (laughs) In today's episode, I want to talk about something that's been weighing on me, honestly, the majority of this year so far, (laughs) and we're six months into it. So (sighs) I feel like I've been in this cycle of bursts of creativity followed by complete lulls. So I'll get all this motivation to write and record and read, to walk, to get outside, do all these things. I'm like, I'm going to do 30 day challenges. I'm going to, you know, do this and do this and do this. And I'm like, I'm going to sit down and write for seven hours. And, you know, I'm posting all this inspirational bullshit on Instagram and creating like anything around me. And then I'll go through weeks. And quite honestly, now I'm going through months where I'm having a hard time finding my creative mojo at all. Now, this isn't necessarily new for me. And creativity is like this naturally. We're not just up, you know, those that are, that have really, you know, deep creative mindsets. We're not always creating a hundred percent of the time. There are times when, you know, writer's block happens or, you know, some weeks we're just like not feeling as inspired as other weeks, but I'm talking about, which has been normal for me for, you know, my whole life. And then throughout these, you know, in the last couple of years of having this brand and the podcast and website and, you know, writing more and doing all these things, it's been normal this whole time, really, where, you know, I go through and I'm just like at my computer, you know, for hours in the evenings, just like writing. And it's just like pouring out of me and I'm inspired and happy. And, you know, then I'll have like a little bit of time, maybe a week or so where I'm like, eh, I just, you know, like I'm not feeling it right now. I'm talking about now where it's been the majority of this year, I have not been feeling creative. The more of this year I've been not creating than have been creating this year. That's been really difficult for me. Even my journal entries in the morning have been short. Like, you know, I find myself, you know, I sit down and, you know, if that's really all I have time to do in the morning, you know, just look at my calendar look at my schedule, write, um, you know, write in my journal really quick in the morning, you know, before I get the kids up or before I have to do whatever it is for the day. Even that has been pretty short over the last, like, you know, maybe three, three months or so pretty freaking short. And which is crazy because for me, I always have, I got a lot to say (laughs) all the time. You know, I'm spending time scrolling through TikTok or Instagram and you know, then I'm like, oh, I need to, you know, do something. So I'm like opening up a book and putting it down, you know, like three minutes later. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. You know, I'm writing all of these things on my to-do list and never getting to them. And for a person like myself who thrives off of productivity, you know, getting things done, finding, finding the productivity in any given moment of the day, 
you know, I'm like, if you're sitting down for 30 minutes, you're wasting 30 minutes, like fill it, do something, be productive, you know, being able at the end of my days to be like, look what I did. That's my personality. So to have that type of personality and then go through these months of this really intense, creative slump has been very difficult for me. Now, here are the things though that I know. It's been a really hard couple of years. I've lost friendships. I've lost, you know, relationships. I've dealt with death. I'm, you know, going on almost a year really of slipping into a co-parenting role. I've moved. I've been in limbo periods. I've had a few relationships begin and end. Things have completely shifted around for me. And I'm also in sobriety, which is a huge part of my life and something that I often kind of push to the side because now I'm at this point where, you know, it's been since about 20, the beginning of 2019, when I started journeying through sobriety, but I'll come at two years um, you know, Cali sober, right. I still, you know, I smoke weed, you know, every once in a while, which I really haven't been at all, you know, lately, but two years of, you know, sobriety, you know, alcohol or drugs. And, and so I, I almost forget because, you know, now it's been getting quite easier for me, you know, to, it's just part of my identity at this point, but that still can be very difficult sometimes. And something that I'm constant, you know, I'm, constantly conscious of. So there are like very obvious reasons why my creativity could not be at its height right now. Now, I wouldn't say that I'm feeling like in a depressive state right now. You know, my anxiety has honestly not been that bad lately. It's at, it's like, I mean, it's normal high functioning level, right? I'm a very high functioning anxious bitch. It's just this tiredness that I have and this lack of motivation to do the things that I know set my creative soul on fire. You know, since finding those things over the last in three, four, probably four years after finding these things and realizing what I feel like my purpose is here and what I want to create and what I want to share with the world, you know, creating this podcast and the website and really starting to write constantly. What happens when those things start to diminish, you know, when that light that you, that you once had starts to fade away. It's, The purpose that I know we all have is to find those things that light you up, to find those things that give you such intense joy and purpose and meaning in your life and to go out and to do them and then to share that with the world. Now, I thought I had found it and I still believe that it is a a based around you know, inspiring others and telling my story and talking about, you know, how I have gone through and I'm getting, you know, through the things that I've dealt with, writing, all of those things. But what happens when all that starts to kind of diminish and you're, you're stuck back? 
I basically need to like eat, pray, love myself back to fucking creativity (laughs) because sitting in front of a word document, staring at the courser, just blink or sitting on my couch with a book open in my hands and kind of rereading the same thing over and over again is just not cutting it anymore. Right around that great breakdown of 2019, I was basically at rock bottom, absolute rock bottom. Now, thankfully, I'm not anywhere near rock bottom right now, but I am in a slump, a pretty deep slump. I'm at this weird point where my body is just drained of absolutely anything left to give. I have I feel like I have nothing left to give to anyone. It's telling me to stop, which is exactly what it was telling me back in 2018, 2019. Now that stop, what my body was telling me back then, four years ago, was also accompanied by the fact that I was drowning myself and any substance I could possibly get my hands on. But it's the same type of feeling. Like the weight of the world has been dragging behind me and I'm just not able to really go any further. Now, back then in 2019, and if you, you know, listened to any of my podcasts before any of my episodes, you know, that I, you know, started on this journey where I did 30 day challenges for that whole year. And that was the beginning to it all. That was what saved my life. I gave up drinking. I started meditating started doing yoga. I went vegan, started getting outside by myself and really started to actually sit with myself. That complete and total reset really changed the course of my life. I was able to look around and for the first time, really understand what I wanted out of my life. It was the absolute ultimate reset. Now, it's so, it really is breathtaking looking back because I remember being in it and I remember not picking these things because I even consciously knew I was at rock bottom. It was all subconscious. And now I think I find my, my higher self was fine. Like, okay, bitch, we've had enough. We're just going to take the, we're going to take the reins here for like six months just sit back, but we need to figure this shit out. Now I can see that what I did in those first six months of that year was absolutely reset and completely 180 shift my mindset and my views on the world by getting rid of all the external bullshit, all of the filters of substances and of, you know, my clouded vision on what I thought I was supposed to do, who I thought I was supposed to be with, where I thought I was supposed to be in my life. I shut all of that out and just reset my life. And I think quite honestly, I need to do that again. Not as severe. (laughs) I've done it. I've done that once. I don't think I need to like completely write, pack up my stuff and like, you know, leave my life and, and go to, you know, wherever, um, that character, you know, in the book and the movie and eat, pray, love, she travels the world to, you know, find herself again. We don't need to quite be that drastic, but I need to tap into that mindset again, the mindset that I know I was in that back 
in 2019, I, I wasn't quite as attuned to myself to really be there. So thankfully now I have enough tools built up over the years. I still have my sobriety. I have this wealth of knowledge about who I am to understand exactly what I believe I need to do to find those things again that light that creative fire in me that like set my soul on fire. I always say that I repeat it to myself and to others all the time. Find what sets your soul on fire because a life without that is not a life that I want to live at all. I only have this one. I want to create things that bring me such immense joy and share it. So yada, yada, yada. What I did back in 2019, now most of those practices I still have. And this is what I tell other people to do and what I've been telling other people to do for the last, you know, three, two, three years. And then what I started to tell people to do through my writings and through these episodes. I feel like at this point, I have to take my own advice in this area on a more serious, on a more serious level. There are four things that I've told countless people to do when they are feeling stuck or when they are trying to find their purpose or their mojo. Four things that I started doing in 2019 that quite honestly saved my life. Meditate, get outside, try something new and sit with yourself alone. Be with yourself. It's, it's like going back to the beginning. And I think that we get so wrapped up in moving forward and constantly pushing forward and, you know, thinking of the past is the past and, and, you know, I can let it be and let it go. But quite honestly, sometimes I think we need to take a step back and be present in our lives, but to also kind of start over, start clean. You know, when, when you're, you know, if you ever kind of picture someone, you know, writing on a page or drawing or scribbling furiously and ripping the page off and throwing it aside and doing it again and ripping the page off and throwing it aside. What I think we need to do sometimes, especially with the way the world has been lately in the last couple of years is rip our page off of where we're at and start over slowly with a blank page. What do you want to fill that page with? What do you want to mindfully and slowly and purposefully create? I mean, I do, I do these things quite often, but it's the newfound purposeness behind them. The reset mindset (laughs) that comes with it. It's that ripping off a page, throwing it aside. And instead of just furiously writing on this new page again, sitting back and looking at it and saying, what do, what do I want? What do I want this new page to look like? What do I want this new chapter to look like? You can decide when your chapters begin and end. You can decide 
this right now, right here is a new page. It's a new chapter. How do I want to lay it out and do it with purpose and do it with mindfulness? When you put your mind to these things in a way that's telling yourself, let's find us again. It just puts that much more meaning into it. I do, right? Okay, so I do meditate already almost daily. And I I, um, I promise I do see the light of day, even though I do work from home. <laughs> but I think that more than anything, it's really making sure that, okay, every single day, I'm going to make sure that I meditate to cleanse my energy. I meditate to renew and to open myself. Every day I'm going to get outside for any length of time of purposeless time, not bringing my phone. It's not walking the kids to school or going for a run or walking back and forth between the tiny home and the main house, not even going for a walk and listening to a podcast or listening to music because that distracts me. It gets me out of just my own mind. And it stops me from really looking at kind of what's going on around me. It's going for a walk without my phone or sitting outside in silence for a little bit. Things like that, going to a park, even if it's just for 30 minutes, sit down and just look at what's around you. That absolute purposeless, I didn't bring anything here with me. I am literally just existing outside. Fresh air, nature, and seeing something beautiful can have an immense impact on your mental health. So then we have my try something new and my alone time that I, you know, I do and I tell people to do. And that's what right in the beginning of 2019, I tried all of these 30 day challenges, all these things I had never done before, right? Going without drinking, never done that before. (laughs) Going vegan, had never done that before. Meditated, had never done that before. Yoga, all of these things I had never done before. And I just did them and it changed my life. And then spending time alone. Lately, I've been in a routine, which is normal. I'm an adult. I have a job. I've got a partner, these kids, a platonic life partner, also two dogs. Like I, I have a routine, which normally in adulthood we do. We have, I mean, the kids even have a routine, right? With school, you get up at a certain time, you go to school, you come home, you have sports, you, you know, whatever it is. So what I'm going to try to do is every week, I'm going to try something new. Now, at the beginning of this year, when I was kind of in the very beginning of feeling in these lulls, I'm like, that's it. We need a 30-day challenge every year again. And quite honestly, I failed miserably because I just do not have the mental and the physical strength to do it. I just don't. So. Instead of these challenges where I like trying to pull all this stuff in and do all of this stuff every single day, sometimes I'm in the mindset to do that. And in the past, I've been in the mindset and had the energy to do that. I'm like, fuck yeah, pile on a 30 day challenge. But there are times when we are so completely drained that 
we just don't have the capacity for it. So now I'm taking a step back and my new things are going to be just trying one new thing a week. That can be like going to a freaking pottery class, ordering crocheting stuff off of Amazon and like spending an hour crocheting, um, you know, going to a poetry reading. I've done that in the before, but it's been years um, going parasailing. So it can be something that's small or like an event. Um, but anything that will kind of anything that lights your mind up and then your alone time. Honestly, I haven't been getting a lot of it at all between all the things I mentioned before, right. And these kind of that I have in my routine job, uh, a partner, a PLP kids, dogs, I think that being firm on that time that you need every single week or every single day. For me, I do have you know pockets throughout the day where I can be alone. But for my mental health, I know it's not been enough. I need a day or maybe two days at this point because I'm so drained. It's listening to your body and it's understanding what do you need now? You've got this blank page. You've just ripped off and you're starting over. You're taking a step back and you're looking back at what's helped you in the past. What hasn't helped you use those things and start over. Sitting with yourself is so important. Now, different people, people are different. Some might need shorter lengths of time. Some might need longer. I need a lot of alone time especially when I get into points like this with myself where I'm not doing great. I need to have time to sit with myself alone. And so communicating that with the people around you, communicating that with your, with your partner, with whoever's in your life that, you know, that you spend time with every week communicating, Hey, I'm going to need to be kind of retreating for a little bit, just for like a day a week or a couple days a week. I need to reset. I need to recenter. And this is what I need. This week was, I guess this was week one of trying all this fucking mojo shit out. This like grand quest to find Shelly's creative mojo again. (laughs) I surprised my girlfriend and took her paintballing for her birthday. And the day before we were going to leave, we were kind of texting back and forth about, you know, the trip, you know, what we needed to bring. And she suggested that we have a little staycation since quite honestly, we've both been feeling a little off, which is another reason why I'm putting, why I really wanted to do an episode on this and, and talk about this kind of throughout the weeks on how I'm doing, because my conversations with people around me, everyone's a little off. Everyone is feeling this, this weird lull feeling, like just so completely drained from what we've all been going through. So she knows how important getting my creative mojo back is. I'm like, this is not going to work. I need my creativity back. So I ended up saying yes to this little staycation, even though it was fighting against literally everything in me because of how last minute it, it was. I'm not known to be great with last minute plans, getting a little bit better, really trying to go with the flow. 
to, you know, not have to plan out every second of every day. And quite honestly, this last year with the kids has really helped that because if you have kids or have any experience with them, you'll know you can't plan shit. (laughs) Something is always coming up. And with the chaos that comes with three of them, having a detailed planned out life like I would like just isn't in the guards for me. So it's really good for me to let go of control. So I said, yes, the first place that we found was this adorable little glamping site on a winery. Now, obviously I didn't partake in any of the wine tasting, but it was so beautiful to be right in the middle of a vineyard. The tent was like this oval shape. It had a bed and a few and a futon and all the things we need for coffee, everything to make like a small meal, its own shower and toilet right next door. I mean, like a little deck that overlooked the vineyard, the definition of glamping. So after we went paintballing, we went there and relaxed the rest of the day and then came back this morning. And, you know, we brought some NA beer and champagne with us, which was just perfect. Um, the whole weekend was, you know, the whole weekend was really great. I can say that the first week of this, of doing my, my really kind of intense, um, cleansing meditations of trying to get some alone time. Um, I tried something new. I've been getting outside, you know, going on walks with the kids, just like, Hey, let's just get up and go for a walk or, you know, spending time outside. So anyways, it's been going pretty good. I mean, on week one, so, you know, it's, I don't feel quite the magic mojo feeling back yet, but I believe I'm on the right path. And we started coming up with these ideas of things for us to try in the next few months. And I want to say sometimes this happens. We go through periods in our lives where the weight of chaos or trauma or stress start to pile on top of us so much, honestly, that our bodies and our minds will scream out and say, enough is enough. So listen to your body when it's telling you this reset when you need to rip off that page that you've been furiously scribbling on and start over, go back to basics Sometimes going back to the drawing board, back to the beginning is the best thing you can do for yourself and for your mental health. All right, you guys, I think that's about it. If you think this episode or any of my other episodes would help someone, please share. You can also check out my website, remarkablyus.com for my blogs and information all on how to live your most remarkable life possible. Be kind and please never forget how wildly capable you are. Till next time. Bye.